Don't call it ramble. Call it riff. Exactly. You're yes. riffing. Yes. Then it sounds super it does. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. That's just <laughs> a little jargon. Exactly. In the business jargon, we're just like, riffing. They're like, oh, they must have did that on purpose. Then. <laughs> exactly. They said they're riffing. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've Even when we don't know what we're doing, exactly. it still comes out super fun. Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> you should just re rebrand it with the seat of my pants. Yeah. <laughs> not, not a bad idea. <laughs> Welcome to the expansion project with Alex Oradola and Stephanie Chenis. Listen and process life with us. <laughs> and Steph is here. What's up? Hey guys. Have you missed us? <laughs> we took another sabbatical. We did. It was after, it was after our third sabbatical. All right, let us let us explain. All right. So first off, <laughs> so uh, we were supposed to record. Steph unfortunately fell ill. She got sick. I keep um, getting sick. She got sick. So that's the sickness. The, the, the first time. Sickness um, one. And so, um, and then the week after, I was in Florida. So I went to Orlando um, for a few days, and uh, I came back. And then we were supposed to record next week, but then we had a, a golden opportunity to have somebody on our show this week. We'll reveal him in a second. He's just chilling, waiting for a signal. <laughs> he's very excited. He's gonna jump. He's gonna jump in. <laughs> and so we were like, let's just record next week, and that way he can be on the show. And uh, and we can do that. So now we are here. We're here. And and we're, we're here. Alive. It's, it's been a little little bit past our uh, our our, uh, our scheduled uh, upload date, but we are here. We're back. We missed you guys. Yeah, Steph. Steph I missed you guys too. Steph, <laughs> we both missed you, and so we're we're glad to be back. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for uh, just waiting. And uh, yeah, we're glad to be back on the pod expansion project. And uh, so yeah. Real quick, before we jump in, uh, we'll do our usual rigmarole. Mm -hmm. um, some housekeeping. Haven't said that in a while. Uh, I've missed but, that phrase. Right? <laughs> I've missed that terribly. So uh, just really quick. Um, yeah, just want to continue to plug the email, uh, our Gmail, expansionpodcastgtcc at gmail.com. Hit us up. Send us a message. Say literally anything. We just want to hear from y'all. Yep. Start a conversation. Uh, if you have a prompt, uh, a direction for the show, anything you want to say to us, encouraging words, or even criticisms, you know, we'll we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll you take know, it. We'll, we'll be sad, but we'll take. it. <laughs> As our guest takes his phone out, our guest already has a list. He's like, oh, that's a good idea. Um, <laughs> it is up at expansion podcast gtcc at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. Saying thank you so much for the encouraging words. Um, and likewise, we have an Instagram. You want to tell them about it? Yes, we do. You can follow us at expansion project podcast on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And thank you all for liking all of our posts. We appreciate that yeah, so you. much. Thank you. Thank you. And it's the best way to keep up with the news for the channel. Like yep. if we do postpone a date in the future, which will probably happen, uh, <laughs> check out that Instagram account. Stay tuned. And you'll know. And that way you'll know. And you won't show up and uh, be uh, dis disappointed when there isn't an episode. Correct. You'll be in the know. 
So, yeah, follow us there, too. And, uh, you know, if you feel like it, if you're feeling fancy, leave us a five-star review on Apple. Yep. We want to beat the Joe Rogan experience, number one on the charts. He's number one, but we're going to beat him. We're coming for you. (laughs) We're going to beat him. It's the throne's ours, okay? (laughs) So, we we think we have a good shot. We're either going to beat him or we're going to have him on the podcast. (laughs) So, if anyone has a connection... Amazing. <laughs> that would be so great. Um, yeah, so we're, we're still holding out on the d- dream of him uh, hosting an episode of Fear Factor for us. Just for us. So we, yeah. we, we like to shoot for the stars here on the podcast. So <laughs> if you know him, you know, let him know about us. <laughs> Send him an email. Send him an email. So, all right. I think that's it. Right. Anything else we need to mention? Uh, no, I think that's it. All right, that's it. All right. So we're excited today. We have a very special guest on the podcast. Woohoo! Corey Mattelli is here Corey! with us. I'm jumping in now. He's yes! jumping in. Now. We, told him, we told him to wait to jump in, um, and he he did an amazing job. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Corey. You. <laughs> I I forgot that this is a an audio medium. So I was over here like you know doing yeah. visual stuff, but. <laughs> Trying to be a distraction everywhere. Hopefully, hopefully you guys it. could hear it. Uh, he was doing just the, the most, uh, you know, just uh, visual cues. So it was great. Yeah, it's actually what we needed and what yeah. we're missing from our podcast. But I felt like we were missing something, and that was it. Just it like is. movement. You're the- uh, but yeah, Corey is here on the show. We're so excited to have you. Um, he is uh, the head deacon here at the church, um, board member. Uh, former worship director here at the church. I yep. actually, uh, di- I'm directing the worship team now, but he was a director before me. Um, so I inherited that from him. And uh, just an amazing dude. Uh, as you can hear from his voice, I've always thought that he had like this golden, like, <laughs> just. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> that radio voice. I literally feel the exact same way. Yeah, yeah. Literally. So when I heard that he was interested, I was like, "Yo, he would be perfect." He's got the best voice. <laughs> I, I no, I used to work in radio, which, um, which fun. That, that was, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was that was something I grew up always interested in was radio really? uh, which worked out well because i have a face for radio so um so radio was a perfect medium for me <laughs> it took me a minute i was like i was like oh, oh. <laughs> you're right oh wait no that's that's actually i was awful. like oh i get it oh my gosh yeah no so um and i worked in christian radio for a number of years which mm. was a lot of fun it, what you yeah. now know as k-love yeah i worked there so no, yeah, so the original radio station was a, a, a local uh, Christian station in Santa Rosa, California, mm-hmm. um, known as KCLB at the time, and then eventually it grew into a small network of Christian. They, they had um, basically repeater towers, which would blast the signal around because before you couldn't even hear the station at the other yeah. end of the building. Mm. <clears throat> the signal was so weak, uh, and then eventually it started growing. We put in repeater towers so you can get different parts of California, Northern California, then stretch a little further. And eventually it evolved into the network that is no, now known as Caleb. What? Yeah. That is really cool. Mm-hmm. I, I had no that. idea. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Okay. Wow. Dang. Okay. So that's that's the origin story. You were there at the top, huh? Yeah. Yeah. At the beginning of that, all that stuff. It was a wow. lot of fun. Yeah. That's so cool. I bet. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Okay. So you can bless us with some of your your intimate radio knowledge. I feel like nah. it's already kind of. <laughs> that's all I know. That's Our all production I quality is just going up. I just gave minute. I just gave everything I got. So. <laughs> that's awesome. Good night, everybody. <laughs> just the end of the episode. All did right. you get Did you get to meet any? famous christian artists well you know this will age me a bit but sure yeah you know we used to host concerts and things but this was back in the days of this is in the late 80s mid 80s to early 90s when i was there Mm -hmm. so artists that have come and gone that most people nowadays have never heard of um bands and things like that so um names like uh, let's say like uh, White Heart was one of the first concerts if you ever heard of White Heart Mm. Um, Brian Duncan and a a little known group at the time known as DC Talk (gasps) oh shoot yeah oh man you know obviously Toby Mac is is, and and, uh, you know so that was uh, you know those were fun days wow that's Um, so cool yeah so you get to meet a lot of people and and, uh, was yeah it was a lot of fun you get to know a lot of things about people, ba- you know, behind the scenes. Yeah, right, you know, right. there's a, there's stage per- even in Christian circles, people have kind of a stage persona, mm-hmm. and you can kind of see the people who are what you see is what you get. Yeah, yeah. and other people have a little bit more, you know. And this was back in, in the big hair days. Mm-hmm. So you get guys, and they'd have oh, yeah. guys with tons of hairspray That's and everything. Right. It's like what? But they come in earlier in the day and do like an interview, yeah. and, and you didn't recognize them because it was just yeah, down. Yeah, huh? it was just down. Yo, then, then they come back so later. It's like, poof. It's like <laughs> yeah, for the show. Yeah, wow. Spray. And- yeah. Yo, so, I forgot about that. That's yeah. so true. That so was that's a whole, cool. That Back was a whole in those thing. days, yeah. So, Dang. A lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah. And obviously, like, you know, uh, nowadays, uh, you can probably see this, the shift from radio to now podcasts. Mm-hmm. Like, podcasts are everywhere, mm-hmm. and you you see a lot of uh, individual created content like this, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, yeah, you know, radio, you know, what was it? Radio walked so that we could run, or is it the other way around? Yeah, I don't remember the saying. Anyway, <laughs> this is why I'm not on the radio. <laughs> oh man, who's with me? <laughs> but um, that's that's so that's so cool though. That's so cool. Um, I also know, and this just popped in my head, man. You're from the West Coast, man. Yep. Like you, you were originally from. Is it San Fran? Well, yeah, I'm a suburb of San Francisco, okay. a little town called Petaluma. Okay, uh, that's where I was born and raised. But my roots are in San Francisco. My my dad worked in San Francisco. My grandparents on both sides, aunts, uncles, cousins, wow. San Francisco. So I spent so cool. the bulk of my childhood in and around San Francisco. Yeah. Mm. So wow. the roots run deep there. I still have a lot of family there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Is um, I guess my one of my bigger questions is. Because, you know, whenever I see somebody from the West Coast moving here, <laughs> I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and, and that's the funny thing. When I was yeah. first here and uh, getting to know people here and there and everywhere, you know, and it would come out that I'm from California or they'd sense the lack of New England in my accent. <clears throat> um, that was good. And it's like, you know, yeah, I'm from California and it's like, there's no pride among New Englanders. Cause they'd look at me like, why, yeah. why did you move here? What yeah. are you an idiot? You know, it's like, 
don't you love where you live? Why are you questioning me on this? Um, you know, whereas in other parts of the country, like, hey, you finally got here. No, mm-hmm. here it's like, what are you, stupid? Uh, <laughs> it's freezing here. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, well, in, in my story, and I think I'm being set up because you got to know this story. Mm-hmm. Um, this, my wife yeah. is mm-hmm. from here. Right. Yeah. So how does a guy from, you know, a, a, you know, California meet somebody who lives in like the tiniest town in the tiniest state. Well, we met online. Um, there you go. So uh, I was flying out here and um, getting to know her and things were going really well. And it was, it got to the point to where it's like, okay, this bi-coastal romance thing is really cool in Hallmark movies. Right. But real life, it, it doesn't, it doesn't it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Um, and so we were never going to get out of fantasy land of, of the Hallmark type of genre yeah. of like, you get off the plane and oh, you know, and you spend a week and it's like, oh, and yeah. then you get on the airplane, oh, and then you go back to normal, and then you know, a month later, right. oh, you know, exactly. it's, it starts all over again. So uh, it just came a point where God opened doors for me to be able to transition and move here. Mm-hmm. Um, for her, it was not going to be something where she could move out to me, even sure. though climate wise, that would have been ideal. Mm-hmm. California, hello. Right. Um, but you know, and looking back, man, I, I don't look back with an ounce of regret, not one single moment. That's I moved so cool. out here. Now, it was challenging. Yeah. Uh, we were talking a bit um, before we started. We were talking a little bit about change. Um, the change was radical and not easy. There were no guarantees. I moved out here with no guarantees. I just sensed that God was, was opening a door for me. And obviously, the impetus behind it was hopefully to marry this woman who was my dream. Um, But there were no guarantees. So it was just like, we're going to have to date. We got to get to know each other in reality and and experience each other. This has got way more serious. I'm sorry. This this is what we want. Yeah, go for it. No, it's like, oh, we're silly. We're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Then I come on, it's like, oh. No, it's not. Stop. All the energy's out of the room. No, No, this is not. You guys are side-eyeing each other. Why did we bring him on? Stop it. We'll we'll cut the episode. Yeah, yeah. No, no. No, this is awesome. This is truly awesome. But no, so there were no guarantees and... You know, it was it was two or three years um, of me being here, and things were not going according to the dream. The Hallmark Mm -hmm. movie is only two hours long. This was three years. So, um, so yeah, I moved here in March of 2014. So I guess it was two and a half years Mm -hmm. to be to be more precise. We got married in October of 2016. Mm -hmm. Um, So things did work out, but man, it was a bumpy. Sure. Uh, pothole to use New England sure. vernacular. A lot right. of potholes. A lot of potholes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, so man. it was it was a challenge bumpy road, but yeah. it was awesome. And uh despite the long, frigid, horrible, disgusting, terrible, no good, very bad winters. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um I'm here and I love it. And yeah. I'm happy to be here. And like I said, no looking back. I don't sure. miss California. I don't I miss my friends. Sure. There yeah. are certain things, activities, places, whatever, but life I'm living my dream right now. So I love that. And and this church has been amazing. Yeah. Uh the people. So you know, God has just blessed me. I gotta tell you another story. Go okay. Related to that. Okay. Yeah, go for it. This is this is mind blowing. Some, some people listening to this have heard this story, but um, when I was in California, I moved from one time. I was serving at a church, and God opened the door for me to go to another church, a, a very big and prominent church in our district, um, Assemblies of God District. Mm-hmm. And so God had opened a door for me to transition there. It was about an hour or so away. Um, so in my process of moving, 
I landed a job. I didn't yet have a place to live. So I had a church and a job, but no place to live yet. This is, you know, kind of the stepping stones. First, I started with the church. Then I got a job. And then the place to live was still in limbo. So uh, some people I got to know through the church in the music department there had said, we have a mother-in-law unit in the backyard. You're welcome to stay here during the week while you work until you wow. find a place to live. Cool. And then I'd go home on the weekends and you know, kind of do laundry and do that kind of stuff and then come back for the next week. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward to when I moved here, okay? First thing I had was really almost a relationship with my, mm-hmm. <laughs> with my girlfriend to a certain degree, but we're still getting to know each other. Right. I had a place to live that was temporary um, because some people that we knew were missionaries um, and they were out of the country, but they were going to be returning home mm-hmm. within a month. So they mm-hmm. said, you can stay at our place until we come back home, then you got to get out and that's going to be our home. Yeah. All right. So for that first month I was there, kind of settled in. Um, and then it was, I'm going to need a place to live. And the founding pastor of Glad Tidings, John Teeter, right. uh, was getting to know him, getting to share my story with him a little bit, getting familiar with him. And he says, you know, as it turns out, one of our sons just recently moved to San Francisco. So no it was like this. Way. So it was like no this. Ex- that's not even the mind blowing part yet. <laughs> I haven't gotten to that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so there's kind of like this prisoner exchange thing. Yeah. So I moved out here. He moved out there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so he said, we have, a, we have an empty room upstairs. You yeah. can stay as long as you need. Wow. And that's so I was so like, cool. wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So a few months into that, I'm, I'm upstairs in my room mm-hmm. at their house and I'm flipping through Facebook on my phone and a good friend of mine who the guy whose house I stayed at when I was transitioning to San Jose, California with the mother-in-law unit, he was in Boston with his family. So I say, dude, what are you doing in Boston? You're like an hour or so from me. He goes, oh, I'm here for a family reunion. It's like, oh, that is so cool. You know, you know, whatever. Maybe we could connect or something yeah. like that. And then it was after that, it dawned on me that the Teeters were having a family reunion. I was like, what? And I looked at his profile and noticed that they were friends. No. My friend from California and the Teeters were connected on Facebook. Now I'm starting to put two and two together, but my brain is starting to kind of trying to process all this. It turns out that my friend in California and Pastor Teeter here in Rhode Island their mothers were sisters. No way. They were first cousins. What? So the very same family in California who said, hey, we got a mother-in-law unit. You can stay in our backyard. And yeah. the pastor here in Chapachet, Rhode Island right. says, we got a room upstairs. Oh you can hang goodness. out here. They were first cousins. That is what? astronomical. <laughs> and so I'm looking <laughs> at it going, God, you didn't thing. need to do this. But yeah. man, you have left... Not a not a trail of breadcrumbs, but the yellow brick road yeah, exactly. that Literally. you cannot miss to say this is Literally. where this is where God wants you to be. What? And little things like this were just like, oh wow. In that sense, in that right. regard, you are where you're supposed to be. And God wove all that together and is like, Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely mind blowing, but it's just that's that's how God works sometimes. That is so Jeez. cool. So anyway, let's get back to shenanigans, no. shall we? <laughs> I did not know that story. So to hear that is like mind blowing to me. Like I can't even imagine. I love sharing it. I can't even imagine like what you were thinking in that moment. Like, oh my goodness, they're related. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were times because like I said, it was a bumpy road. There are times where in your silent moments, you're like, oh, did I make a mistake? Did I jump the gun? Did I, you know, you start questioning everything in your life and because you don't want to make a mistake. Yeah. Did I do the right thing, but the wrong time Did I push it? Did I, whatever. Cause this was, 
very early into our relationship, but I, but again, doors seem to open and you think like, is it God's opening the doors and I'm just going to go. Right. Don't, don't ask questions, just go. And yeah. then, but then things don't work out and you're like, oh my gosh, did I, did yeah. I mess up? How so did I screw this up? Yeah, yeah. Right. And then, uh, and then God does relax. Yeah. I got this and let me show you how I'm in the middle of this. That's so cool. And then that was it for me. And it was like, okay. Yeah. And that now again, that didn't settle a lot of other things, sure. but at the same time, what it did was God saying, "I'm in the midst of all of this. Yes. Right. I'm part of these details that right. will blow your mind." There's yeah. probably other things I still haven't even figured out. Sure, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah but yeah. that was enough in that moment yes, to just that was enough. That that's, was enough to just like I'm comfortable. I am where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. That's, so that's cool. amazing. Yeah. that's like the best confirmation from yeah, God. Right? Absolutely, <laughs> like literally. Oh my God! At a time I needed it because there exactly. was there was very little in my life that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could really set firmly on exactly, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and the church was good to me, but even then, yeah, I just kind of came in and blended as best I could. Sure. I wasn't like, hey, right. I'm Corey, how you yeah, doing? Exactly. Hey, I sing. Hey, so, I do this. Right. Is, I didn't do that for a year. Wow. I just sat in the back and just kind of like got to know people and yeah. just kind of assimilated as best I could. Not come in here with. You know, hey, I can do this. I can do that. You know, let me do this. I want to get involved. I was just like, I'm just going to get assimilated. Watch yeah. this church, which was also going through a growth period because at that time, Pastor Teeter was uh, kind of phasing out, yeah. and Pastor Tim was That's phasing right. in. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a transition within the church at that time too. So you know, I'm just kind of behind the scenes of all of that, um, which is fascinating. So in the history of this church, to have been through each of the three pastors that we've had in our history. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, wow, that's cool. But in a much shorter, you know, because there are people who have been here from, from right. when this church was, before this yes. church was a church. So, yeah, right. they've been here throughout the whole thing. But in my nine years of living here, all that has happened wow. within the history of this church. Yeah. So it's been kind of a fun ride from, from my vantage point. I bet. Yeah. Cool. So now you guys are here I know. and you're changing the climate. And <laughs> you've got this world famous podcast. that's going to overtake everybody. Rogan around the world. Number two. <laughs> number two. We're coming to the men. Number one. But <laughs> we just said, go we're back, gonna, back to that we're topic. Gonna be um, no, those are my, those are my absolute favorite testimonies to hear is like specifically those like confirmation testimonies yeah. where God, mm-hmm. you know, like he's also providing, right? And he's also taking care of you. But but the centerpiece of that testimony was God confirming that I got this and I got you. You know, just yeah. like this this symbolic, you know, representation of God's hand over your life mm-hmm. in that moment. Um, just that idea, the entire idea of leaving to go across the nation for any reason. To me, at least, mm-hmm. is is scary, man. Like that's that's scary to do. You, you know, I, I think about my dad. You know, who left, uh, you know, Nigeria to come here. Mm-hmm. And uh, quick funny story. Uh, he left um, to come to the states on a foreign exchange program. Turned out to be uh, a sham. And mm-hmm. uh, he got here, showed up to the office, and it was cleared out. Kind of like a sitcom. It was oh, like, and he was just no. like, okay. <laughs> so he just went to he just went to college, yeah. um, and you know the rest is history. But um, but that like moments like that, mm-hmm. you know, those are thoughts that I have all the time when it comes to like taking large leaps mm-hmm. of faith like that and mm-hmm. leaving your home to go somewhere and you're not even sure if it's gonna work out mm-hmm. and just um, and. Many times in my life, going to Bible college, coming here, like I've had small moments like that where God 
gives me these symbolic gestures and he doesn't have to do exactly. that because right. we're supposed to be faithful regardless right. you know he doesn't have to yeah but like he loves us enough to be like let me show you why you sh- should trust me here mm-hmm. even though you already know why you should trust me right. let me show you why yep. you should um let me show you how how much in control i am of this situation yeah um, I love that, man. Those yeah. are those are the coolest, the coolest testimonies to me, man. Yeah, well, it, you know, and my parents were examples to me because when my dad retired, he was a cop in San Francisco, and when he he retired early because he sensed God was leading him into ministry, and he didn't even know what that was at the time, and God ultimately led them to begin a a ministry, basically a missions type ministry in Costa Rica. Wow! So they literally sold the home. And what they couldn't take with them, they sold, got rid of, you know, gave away, whatever. And then they moved to Costa Rica. They built property. They they bought some land and then built on that property. And that was going to be their... And God had given them a vision and all this, you know, I'm I'm really truncating this story to, to you know for time oh, yeah, yeah. but um this this was a this took time yeah and many trips down there and to do all of this stuff and a lot of red tape for americans to come into a foreign country and do all this stuff um and then when they got there uh everything could possibly go wrong and things you didn't think were possible all went wrong mm-hmm. um and i my dad was a pillar of strength in my life and i remember having a conversation with him on the phone where he was telling me he was questioning whether they did the right thing mm. i've oh. never seen my dad i never saw him so vulnerable yeah. or questioning in his life um and he was literally saying i don't know if we did the right thing that's how bad things had gotten and so this was one of those rare opportunities where there's a total role reversal where I'm now giving him counsel, which was never the the way it was. Yeah. Um, he was always giving me wise counsel. Um, but it was, I had to remind him of what God had done and kind of remind him of the trail that they had taken to get to this point. Right. Um, and just kind of like set his feet again. And, and it, it was good. Um, but th- what yeah. I learned from that is, that when God is leading you to something, you're willing to take that gigantic, and sometimes it starts with little ones, you know, going off to college or doing right, right. Yeah. some relatively smaller things. Right, right. Um, but the, the bigger the leap, the, you know, the bigger the risk. And it's not always, in fact, I haven't really heard of a case where it's ever gone smoother than they thought right. or even as smooth as they had hoped. Mm-hmm. Um, there's usually going to be some challenges, yeah. some difficulties. And certainly that's been the case in my experiences like that in, in the one I just shared with you a few minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, and in my parents, you know, but that's where it's like, God, uh, test your resolve. Mm-hmm. And if my objective was simply to marry my wife, well, I achieved that almost seven years ago. Then what? Right. But God has, that's, that's, that's one little part of the exactly. story. Now right. that part of the story is fu- fundamental and foundational with everything else in my life. Right. But if that was the goal I achieved it, now what? Yeah, exactly. So, but God has been faithful, uh, in, in a lot of ways in, in through this church and through the relationships and everything else, professionally, socially, you name it. Um, that was just one piece of the puzzle in how God has used all of that to, to make really a cool story. So, yeah. uh, but you have to endure a lot of stuff. You have to grind through it. You have to, you're, you're for your father, um, it, it, from my family with myself is your, the obey your desire to obey God has to be greater than your fears. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. When you can be focused on that and that's, I'm going to trust God. I'm going to obey God. And no matter what happens around me, I'm going to stay focused on that. When your faith is greater than your fear, then you got this. Yeah. And God will reveal it. And he, he you know, it's like right. when you're learning to ride a bike, you know, it's like you're, you're, Exactly. But dad's right there, exactly. right? I got yeah. you. Right. I'm not going to let you fall. Yeah. I'm here, you know, and we'll keep it. We'll just, and that's how God is with us. It's like, I'm here. I got you. Right. I'm spotting you. We're good. You yeah. know, and he's just, he's, and sometimes it feels like he's not there, but then when you realize when you need it the most, he's, I've been here all along. I'm right here. Yeah. So very good. he's been very faithful to me. Jeez. I love that. Yeah. That's so rad. So good. <laughs> Sorry. Let's laugh. No. <laughs> No, 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 that's that's super. I think that's needed, and I think people kind of need to hear these testimonies because sometimes people feel stuck, or sometimes they feel like like questioning themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, did they make the right decision? And it's like, hold on, trust God, and just remain in this process with Him. Yeah, obeying God, doing the right thing doesn't mean everything's going to go right. In fact, if it's going right, that's when that's when bells and whistles go off in my head. There's a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, but we we're humans, and we don't want to disappoint God. We don't want to make mistakes, and we think that anything that happens that's bad is a result of something we did that's bad. Right. And it's not. That's just not the case. Right. 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 You know, we when you step into a life of faith. You can count on stuff's going to blow up at some point. Yeah. Um, but that's almost like, okay, I'm going to be, I'm just going to be that much more diligent. I'm going to press in that much deeper and just trust. I'm going to ride this out. Yeah. And trust me, even if you make a mistake and you jump the gun or you did something quite out of, you know, it's like I used to call it like the GPS recalculating. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what God is. It's Literally. like, okay, well, I didn't necessarily want you to do that, but here we are. What can we do with what we have now? Mm. Let's get back on track and we'll get you going the right place. But follow me. Yeah. Watch here. Follow me. Yeah. And we'll get there. Yeah. So, you know, and I think that's a universal thing. So right. that's something we all go through and we've all questioned. And we're, maybe somebody's right now going, oh, man, I, I think I made a big mistake. Okay. But here you are. So what can God do? Exactly. So that's powerful stuff. Yeah. Powerful. It gives people hope. Yeah. Yeah. Which is needed. Very much needed. Tell me about it. Yeah. No, I, I, you know. What do you guys want to talk about? (laughs) This. I just. just Exactly this. This is the, um, I I love talking about this. I mean, we're still, we're still doing good on time. So let's, uh, you know, I, um, I, I, I think that that's super relevant now for this church. You know, because as we're stepping into this new season, and I think we talked about this last time we talked about the wall. By the way, the wall has been knocked down. Like, we have uh, the extension to the sanctuary is finished. Mm -hmm. And now we're just doing the finishing stuff. Like, we're waiting on carpeting, um, chairs, all that stuff. So, um, by Father's Day, which is in a week and a half. A week and a half. Yes. It's in a week. I know. I know. No pressure. I I know. Like, it's all like last week we had a wall and now it's like Christmas is in six months. Oh my goodness. I need to start shopping now. I know. It's, 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 it's already too late um, <laughs> um uh yeah and um and fathers on father's day we're planning on having everything done 
and we're switching to one service and all these changes. And I, I think last time we talked about the wall, we talked about the you know the change and how scary it is. And and uh, I love how this is kind of like a, a supplemental episode to that mm. line mm-hmm. of thought because you know now we're here and it's like. You know, more so than than change, it's like these leaps of faith that invite all sorts of change. Mm-hmm. Um, and and on top of just like trusting in God uh, throughout it. And um, I think we mentioned the fact that you know, like Pastor Dave approached us, you know, and I'm sure he approached the board as well, mm-hmm. and was like, "Hey, here's my dream. Here's this vision that mm-hmm. I feel like God is putting on my heart." Like, should we do it? <laughs> you know, like, is this, you know, is this something we can do? And, and we agreed as a leadership team, and I'm sure you guys were, were of the same mind as well. Um, and I'm sure that that was a moment for him. We'll have to ask him when we have him on the podcast next, but I'm sure that was a moment for him as well, where I was like, okay, like that's, that's something I needed for this leap of faith that I'm taking. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the support of uh, godly men and women in your life that are linked up with you yeah. and understand your heart and your passion and what you're doing to be like, no, yeah, this lines up, mm-hmm. you know, this lines up with the word of God. This lines up with, mm-hmm. you know, what this church is about. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also feel like this is the season for that change and that leap of faith. And, you know, and it's, it was, it's a lot more tricky than go do the thing. It's right. like, okay, this, this won't work. We have to pivot a little bit here. Okay. The wall's coming down, but now, you know, we have to worry about the electricity and, and okay. Now this room is open, you know, for me, a sound guy, I'm thinking about like acoustics Acoustic, and right. reverb mm-hmm. and like, now it's a lot more echoey in there. Like can we make the sound work? Um, and that's my mind, you mm-hmm. know, I'm not logistics. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's my mind. And I'm sure for him, it's also other things that people are telling him, Hey, did you account for this? Did you account for that? And it's like all this other stuff. And, um, and like I said, we'll have to ask him when he gets here, but I mean, you know, a change like that can invite a lot of just like doubt and fear mm-hmm. and worries. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm sure that God is giving him those tidbits of just like, I got you. Mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I'm here with you. And uh, I'm grateful that we do have a pastor that is of that same mindset of like, yeah, you know, like we have so many victories that we can talk about this church as a whole. Um, but not just being like, okay, done. Like we're, we won and now we can just sit here. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's just like we're constantly, you know, achieving and, and, and shooting for new things. And, and I've always respected that. And, uh, you know, and that's the, the way that we should all live. You know, we should all be like ready. You Absolutely. Know, as yeah. tough as it is, you know, to constantly be in a state of like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> see, but see, this is the thing. How many times has somebody come to you and said, what's your goal for five years from now? Do you have a five-year goal? Do you have a five-year plan? Yes. Right. That was like the big thing. And yes. I went through a phase where it was like, um, it was almost hilarious because I'd look back five years from where I was, you know, at that moment, five years ago, if somebody would have said, I'd be here yes, doing what I'm doing. Yes. If you just said that five years ago, I'd have laughed in your face. Exactly Are you nuts? Right. Um, but what I learned was, was flipping that around was if I make decisions today that align me with where God wants me to be five years from now, that's, that's the path I want to take. Yeah. It's the micro decisions that we make in the moment mm-hmm. um, and just being obedient with each step with each step, with each step. And then five years from now, you look back and go, man, I never could have planned this. 
this is, but this is, I see how all those steps work together to put me here where God wants me to be. Now, some people have a five-year plan. I'm not, I'm not discrediting that. Of course. Yeah. I'm just saying for me, it's just been like, I'm not going to say, this is where I want to be in five years. And, and there, there can be value in that. But it was more about God. I just want to be where you want me to be. Mm-hmm. So right. help me to make decisions today that align me with where you want me to be oh, five, 10, 15 yeah. years. And so we're kind of doing that as a church in the sense like, okay, we're, we're banging out the back wall. We're expanding, mm-hmm. but we're also, there's a, a longer term vision, like, yes, because this exactly. church is going to continue to grow, not because we're so wonderful, but because God's moving right. yeah. and God is using the right. people in this church. And it starts with the vision and then as a good leader does, surrounds himself with people who have the vision and talent to implement it. So true. And, and also to say, well, that's not going to work constructually. We got to, we got to do something else or that, you know, this is a weight bearing thing. And so right. we got to, we got to supplement, we got to support that. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to work with the town and da da da. So there's people who had that kind of experience and in, in, in knowledge and relationship, but that's God piecing. That's yeah, a team. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like, you know, God is very strategic you know, and so we just got to follow and just obey and, and be willing to take that leap of faith. But it yeah. starts with vision. It starts with what, you know, I just want to be where God wants me to be mm-hmm. and just help me to make decisions today that are going to be in the the benefit to those around me and myself yeah. in my relationship with God yeah. five years from now, 10 years from now, as long as he gives me breath, right? you know, and then see where it goes from there. Yeah. So Amen. rad. I love that. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> you said rad. It's like what, dude? Dude, dude. I didn't even notice I said rad. <laughs> That's all subconscious. You're rad, dude. Because <laughs> he said DC talk, so we're going back. Yeah. Wow. Now. <laughs> yeah. You brought us back. Yeah. Sorry about that. We're gonna start dressing differently yeah. now. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh man. Oh man, this is this is awesome. I love this. Um, thank you, man. Thank you yeah, for thank uh, you, Corey, for yeah. inviting this uh, this conversation. I, I I I I'm grateful because you know this this podcast is a great opportunity to encourage people. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, and also to and we talked about this before, but it's like the the vision of this is for us to kind of bear our souls and be like, hey, man, like we have struggles we've had and continue to have struggles with you know the things that you probably are struggling with right now Mm -hmm. you know and just giving people a foothold to understand like how we tackled these things and how we're tackling these things right now and so i'm grateful for you bearing your soul in the same way and just giving us your story yeah and uh i I, I know because i I got something from that i know people are definitely going to receive something from that i hope so because you know and the thing is is you don't have to be perfect. It's not based on your merit. Yeah. Right. None of this is merit based. Nope. You know, it, it can't be, you know, it's not because I have it all together that God, you know, shines his beacon and it's like, oh, there it is. You know, yeah. it's, it has it's nothing to do with that. So uh, it's not about position. It's it's about being in position. Right. And just say, I want to be, God, you position me. You put me where you want to be, wherever it is, whenever it is, and I'll go. Yeah. Or I'll stay or I'll just, you know, you, you lead, I'll follow. Yeah. And that's all that matters and let him just trust him. Yeah. It'll be all right. Then you could be a complete goofball and and feel like you got nothing in your pockets, but God's like, I all I need is you. That's it. That's Amen. it. Yep. And and we could do some amazing things. Thank God. That's pretty cool. Right? Right. Thank <laughs> God. That's why that's what I resonate with the most. I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo. 
<laughs> oh my goodness but thanks for having me I, Dude, this has been yes. a lot of fun yeah, thank no, you so much great. for coming on the show I'm, I'm so glad you were able to make it out we'll definitely have to have you on again that's, see, that's, sure. a ch- that's a test like hey thanks for coming we're yeah. never inviting you back <laughs> no <laughs> you just don't say anything Carl, yeah. we watch you just back like, we're actually not gonna we upload this back. episode yeah <laughs> Yeah. No, we absolutely love to have you on again. Um, next for sure. uh, next episode, I'm gonna talk to Corey about my shed. Oh yeah, we didn't get to that. <laughs> you brought it up there before the podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When goodness. you weren't in the room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She tell you how, how long she's had this just dream for? No. Like, all I know is that did yeah. I tell you about the shed? No. <laughs> okay, I'll save it for the podcast. <laughs> all right, go for it. Give him your pitch. You got. You have one minute. Give how your... cool would this be? For us to have a podcast <laughs> shed, okay? I'm in. So like, <laughs> he's already sold. It's it's like super dope, <laughs> somewhere out there, and people can come in. It's nice and comfy. It's chill. Mm. We can provide snacks, all these different things. But like, how cool would that be? Uh, we can edit in there, yeah. like yeah. just a, this right? is a workstation, you know. What are we waiting for? <laughs> well, here's the thing. The, the wonderful people of our church, they've been donating donating to the expansion project, which is the name of the wall, but also our, our podcast. Yeah, well, that's, so that's a whole we haven't thing. received anything yet. But. Yeah. There should be some royalties <laughs> right. involved. Yeah. Is, <laughs> that's what I was saying. I'm like, there should be like some like kickback or I don't know. We're if there's a lawyer somewhat. out there. Listen, I've been, I've been saying if you go to Shed and you want to donate it to us, please right. do. We'll take it. Like the whole and Shed. We'll, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll, we'll fix it we'll up. Make it, we'll, find, we'll find a spot yeah, out there somewhere. We'll find a spot. Yeah. yeah heck that's yeah. my dream. All right. Yeah. I like it. How cool would that be? And then be? we just need to, you know, insulate it and <laughs> heating and cooling and electricity. And that stuff we can worry about later. Yeah. <laughs> those are, <laughs> those are Let's details. Let's just get the shed yeah. and then we'll figure it okay. out. Okay. Yeah. Step I one. mean, you remember, I mean, you froze your tail off on that stage when we had oh, outdoor services. That's possible. We didn't even with, get to talk about that. When we, with our little the, space heaters yeah. oh, and yeah. whatever oh. else in the winter oh, and gosh, fans yes. in the summer. Before and, we got the big heater, we had those small, like, camping yep, heaters. Yeah, yep. we had, like, four or five. Well, and the first one, we didn't have sufficient ventilation, so yeah. uh, we were all getting kind of loopy. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. We're closed in. We're like, man. This and we got these propane heaters going on. <laughs> Right. I was like, yes. we'll come out like, <laughs> like, like, man, we love you guys. Like, I love you, man. Just, you know, let's just sing. Let's you know? just... Guys. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's... that's right. And then we got the big one yeah. that we put in the wall, yeah. and it was a lot more legitimate, but still, but, yeah. But you start and you learn, you right. know. So it's like, okay, so you, get your, you get your little podcast shed. Yes. And and maybe, maybe the propane heaters would be yeah. good for the show. Yes. Because you get a little loopy. That's true. And then yeah. that's where the yeah. fun ensues. And then we're just like, yes! <laughs> like the whole time. No more serious topics ever. We're no. Just like, we're just always we're loopy. We're just rambling <laughs> the whole time. Oh, this sugar and, and propane-fueled yeah. podcast. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. Yes. Yeah. So the next time we have you on, we'll have to talk about that. Because right. what he's referencing is uh, we did drive-in services for a while mm. during COVID. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started when it was like decently warm out. Right. And then it got we were like, okay, winter is going to be here. What are we going to do? So we progressively threw out ideas for how to enclose the space, but also to uh, 
like heat it so that we wouldn't like freeze to death yeah. while we're playing our instruments. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it was a, it was definitely a journey. And uh, so, yeah, we'll have to talk about that next time. There's a lot to talk about. That was, that was an experience for sure. And I'm sure like a ton of other churches out there also have some experiences from that period totally. of uh, history, but yeah, we'll have to, when we bring you back on, we'll definitely have to talk about that. Cause right. I want to talk about it, but um. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for being thank here. You, Corey. Thank you. Thank you for fun. being on the podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, we uh, we appreciate you guys. Thanks for checking Thanks us out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming back. Um, we'll have another episode soon ish. <laughs> we just won't tell you when. We just we'll won't tell you it when. Out. It'll happen and yep. it'll be like a present. Yep. And you you'll can... be so excited. Because, <laughs> like, Christmas morning. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's the joy we want to, like, instill in people exactly. when they see that we've uploaded it. Yes. It's Christmas. <laughs> Except Christmas, you know, is coming. Yes. Yeah. This is true. like this is like a pop up Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It literally is. You I never like know what you're going to get. We're, we're, you don't overthink it. Just, <laughs> just let it happen. <laughs> There's no point thinking about the details. Um, And you snorted. I always do. I know. It's a part of me. It's a beautiful thing. Oh my gosh. All right. That's all we got. That's it. Love you guys. Love you. See you later. Bye. Bye.